Kent Online News. News you can trust. This is the Kent Online Podcast. Nicola Everett. Welcome to the Kent Online podcast on Wednesday, July the 8th. The scale of the pandemic on just one food bank in Thanet has been revealed. The facility in Cliftonville fed nearly 1,000 people last month, up from just 166 during the same time last year. Bosses at Thanet Foodlink think it's due to people on zero-hours contracts losing out on government support. Well, I'm joined now by our community reporter, Ollie Kemp. Yes, yeah, so I spoke to Debbie Elliston, who runs this particular food bank in Cliftonville, uh, the Thanet Foodlink. And yeah, they fed 971 people in June 2020. And that's a, a big figure, but to put that in context, that's nearly six times more than the number of people they fed in June 2019. So that's a huge increase. Now, we have heard about a lot of food banks all over Kent seeing a huge growth in demand, but they're putting it down to something quite specific, aren't they? Can you can you tell us what she thinks it might be linked to? Yeah, of course. They speak to the people that come and queue outside the three days a week. They're constantly having those conversations. And it seems to be that a lot of it's to do with people on zero hours contracts who have slipped through that gap of government support since the country went into lockdown. You know, it's, it's those people who aren't getting the support that's needed that are then having to get their food from these food banks. And you also have people, for example, who are, have problems with their benefits and they're waiting to start a claim, but they, they have got the five-week wait for universal credit. So the, the majority of the people who are struggling and having to go to these food banks is because that lack of support. Yeah, because I guess if you had realised, say in May, that you were going to struggle financially, you needed to get universal credit, chances are you'll only just be getting a first payment. Yes, exactly. And that and that's the thing that, that organisations like the Trussell Trust, the, the large UK network of food banks has been trying to campaign for for a couple of years now, because that five week wait can be the difference between not being able to pay your rent, not being able to pay any of your bills and actually being out on the streets. And this, this is the thing they've been campaigning for. And so far, nothing's really happened in that regard. And the five week wait still exists. And, and these food banks are the ones having to pick the slack up for that. So did Thanet Food Link give you any indication as to how they think things are going to pan out? Are those numbers likely to to go up or do you think they're likely to plateau what do they reckon is going to happen well debbie's fear is that we will only see increases from here uh, and these figures have been going up i mean the figures for april were high as well as they were for may june was the highest they've ever seen uh, but really with no additional support announced she can only see it getting worse and worse and there's only so much a small team of eight volunteers can actually deliver um, and so she's concerned that actually the capacity for them to feed all these people in the Cliftonville Thanet area is, is just not going to be able to meet the demands. Kent Online News. Some of today's other top stories and a teenager's been found guilty of murdering a man in Gillingham. A court heard 35-year-old Anthony Eastwood was stabbed in Fox Street following an argument over drugs last December. 18-year-old Nathan Katinge from Barking in Essex has been convicted following a trial at Maidstone Crown Court. He will be sentenced next month. Six puppies have been rescued after being found drenched in oil at the port of Dover. They're only 11 weeks old and are thought to have been illegally imported from Romania. They're now being looked after by the Dogs Trust and will be rehomed when they're ready. And stay listening for more from that charity on helping dogs after lockdown. A woman's appeared in court accused of changing cheques given to her by people who thought they were donating to charity in Rochester and Sittingbourne. 
Almost one and a half thousand pounds is said to have been taken. The 43-year-old is due at Crown Court next month. Meantime, we're being urged to look out for scammers in part of Kent who are offering a free water test to detect the wrong pH, which they say may cause COVID-19. People in Westrum have been getting suspicious calls. Next today, and it's claimed ambitious targets to reduce pesticides are needed to protect bees and other insects in the county. The Kent Wildlife Trust is calling on the government to help reverse the decline in numbers. A report warns butterfly populations are down by more than 50% since 1976 and habitats are being lost too. Chief Exec of Wildlife Trusts Craig Bennett says it has a massive impact on farming. We know that there's this critical role that insects play in pollinating our crops, but also so many other things that they do for us. They break down our waste, they uh, improve our soil. So many other species depend on insects for their survival as well. Plans to spend £5 million doing up a 30-year-old swimming pool in Medway have been given the go-ahead. Splashes in Raynham is going to get improved changing facilities, party rooms, a new flume and cafe. The leisure centre will be closed for 18 months while the work's carried out. Elsewhere, more than £6 million is going to be spent on transforming the North Kent coastline to boost tourism. An arts programme is aiming to develop the Thames estuary into Europe's largest creative corridor. A Tunbridge couple have been told they'll have to wait for a decision on whether humanist marriages should be legally recognised in England. Victoria Hosegood and Charlie Janeway have been among six giving evidence to the High Court this week to try and get the law changed. A hearing's concluded, but a judge has reserved her decision until a later date. Now, as promised, more from that leading animal charity who are urging dog owners in Kent to make sure their pets are prepared for life after lockdown. It's feared some animals won't be able to cope if they're suddenly left on their own for longer as we go back to work. Seeing people wearing face coverings may also make them behave differently. Well, Tamsin Durston is a canine behaviour officer at Dogs Trust, which has a rehoming centre in Canterbury. We know that life has changed dramatically for dogs during the past three months because we're having to stay inside more. So they've had our company for a lot longer than they would normally have. And when they come outside now, they see people wearing face masks. They can't read people's facial expressions in the way that they would normally. They see people queuing in the street. That's not normal for dogs either. And we haven't had any visitors for months And so life has changed so dramatically that we can't explain to our dogs why, but it's all about to change again when lockdown restrictions lift. So we really want to help owners teach their dogs how to cope with those changes so that they don't get worried, they don't get anxious, and they can be happy. Some of the tips are things like teaching your dog to settle by themselves so that when you have visitors, you know that even though your dog will be really excited, excited to see them and can greet them politely and then they can calm down and they can relax in your visitors company so they won't get too excited when they hear the doorbell ringing for example Um, and, and once your guests have come in your dog will be calm and relaxed comfortable if you're eating together or having a meal in the garden for example We also have um, video tutorials that show you how to teach your dog to cope when they're by themselves. And that's hugely important. Once we start going back to work or going outside a little bit more, our dogs need to feel safe by themselves. So we show you how to make a lovely cozy den and how to teach dogs to feel comfortable staying by themselves. Also things like walking on the lead without pulling, 
coming back when cold, that's really important now that we're getting out and about a little bit more. And introducing our dogs to things like face masks. Dogs read our emotional expression by looking at our face. And now that we're covering our faces when we're outside, it might make our dogs really worried or frustrated that they can't see us anymore. So we have to teach our dogs how to cope with all these things in a really kind, fun way. What we are worried about is um, smaller charities perhaps being unable to continue due to the financial difficulties that everybody's experiencing because of this situation. So for one, we're incredibly grateful to all of our supporters and we are expecting to potentially help smaller charities out by possibly taking in dogs if they have to close because, you know, it's a very sad fact that... We there are dogs without homes and they need care and that's what we're here to do. So thank you for everybody who supported us doing that. At Kent Online, you can see inside one of the most viewed homes on Zoopla. The three-bed property with sea views in Broadstairs is on the market for £435,000. The Grade 2 listed flat in a converted castle has had more than 5,000 views in the past 30 days. Meantime, it's feared a lack of affordable homes in and around Maidstone is forcing young couples and families to move away. The number being built in the area has fallen below target by more than eight hundred a year over eight years. Councillors have approved a plan to help fix the shortfall. In sport today, former Strictly star Will Bailey has been selected to compete in the Paralympic Games next year. The table tennis player from Tunbridge Wells won a gold medal at Rio 2016 and says it's an extraordinary feeling to have qualified for Tokyo. Ross Wilson from Minster in Thanet has also made it onto the team. And finally today, if you missed the hit list over on our sister radio station KMFM, you wouldn't have heard Joel Corey chatting to Emma Jo. Well, here's just a taster as he talks about his new single, Head and Heart. I'm really excited, my new track coming out, which I've been waiting for ages to get this one over the line so yeah like I feel like a kid at Christmas right now just yeah buzzing to get this song out there and, and for everyone to hear it do you know what I'm not gonna lie I was kind of waiting thinking like surely Joel Corey has got to drop another summer banger like <laughs> it's got to happen that's what I do you, you know I'm always gonna drop the summer banger so <laughs> Oh my God. I actually live next door to my dad. Oh, that's amazing. <laughs> and, and you know, we see each other in the garden every day and, and hang out. And, and we've been having a tea and, and catching up in the garden. And, oh. you know, and he cuts my grass because I'm rubbish at doing that oh sort of God. thing. So That's amazing. Oh <laughs> I was just thinking, like, would I like to have my dad living next door? But now I'm like, yes, because I hate mowing yeah. grass. He's such a fan. Oh. Yeah, he's great. My dad, you know, I'm useless at all that housework and stuff. So he comes up and like put, puts my pictures up for me and all that stuff. Oh my God, yes. I was going to say to you about this actually, because above your sofa, you've got like a canvas of you. Oh. <laughs> I noticed this in your Instagram story. I was like, oh my God, Joel Corey's got a canvas of him behind his sofa. No, my... <laughs> yeah, so basically like um, a few years ago, I was, uh, I got the front cover of Muscle and Fitness magazine. It's like a sort of a bodybuilding fitness magazine. And um, for my birthday one year, my mum got it blown up on this big canvas for me. And I was like, you know what, that's going on the wall. And when people walk in, they're like, holy moly, what is going on here? There's a big topless picture of me. I'm like, yeah, that's me. That's me that's it for today but you can also now subscribe to the im news app to access all km group newspapers just head to ilifmediasubs.co.uk 
news you can trust. This is the Kent Online Podcast.